0: I don't know about you, but I'm thinking another flood isn't such a bad idea. All in favor of just a total Earth cleansing, say aye. The Kate Daly Show starts now.
1: The universe and the galaxy are young measured in thousands of years, not millions or billions of years. Many times people ask me, them say, well, Major, you believe in a young earth, a 6,000 year earth. Can you show me that that's true without using the Bible? And I say, absolutely. What's the oldest living thing on the planet? The oldest living thing on the planet? Trees. How old are the oldest trees? 4,500 years. That takes us back almost exactly to the year of the flood, okay, in 2,500 B.C. Number two, I'm saying look at the sky, Uh, uh, we call solar nebulae. A solar nebulae is uh, what we see from a supernova when a star explodes. It leaves a gas cloud. Because of our radio telescopes that we have now today, we can look deep into space and we can actually count the number of solar nebulae that are there. And how many are there? A supernova takes place about once every 26 years. How many solar nebulae do we have? 6,000 years worth? That's impossible in a universe that is billions and billions of years old. And we, The world is filled with limestone. Limestone is sedimentary rock. It precipitates out of water. The entire earth was filled with water. Every mountain chain in the world, including Everest, has sea life on top of that mountain. The mountains rose out of the water, so we know that there was a worldwide flood.
2: Was Major Coleman, Christian professor, talking about the trees, the limestone, um, things that uh, really tell the tale about how old this world is. And it was funny, I was looking at a comment on that, and somebody had commented, Yeah, but he's not explaining that the dinosaurs are a billion years old. So therefore, <laughs> he's not credible. <laughs> and I was like, That's what the world told you, is that they were a billion years old. I mean, it's just so interesting to me. Um, But uh, we're continuing on in this second hour with our guest of the show today. We planned this a couple months ago, and I'm so glad that he is coming on today, uh, Gary Wayne. Gary Wayne, welcome to the program.
0: Well, thank you for having me back. It's you always bet. a pleasure, and yeah. hopefully we're raising some eyebrows today.
2: Yeah, I'm sure we are, and you know what? We get to tackle subjects like this um, going into kind of the uh, the deeper side of the scriptures because there's a lot of people out there that watch the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, as they call it, and it was boring last night. Anyway, it, it's always eventful with lots of different um, uh, uh, symbols and all kinds of different things of the occult, and watching it is is kind of a strange experience um if you're really looking with spiritual eyes to the things of, of of this world and so a lot of people were commenting on that and we did comment on that in the first hour so go back and listen to the first hour we do have a caller for you we'll take a couple of calls uh, while Gary's on because we have a lot of ground to cover caller you're on with Gary Wayne go right ahead
3: hi kate this hi is there. Mike. Hi, mike hi gary hi hi and- I've got your first book, Gary, and I'm looking forward to the second. Genesis 6. So kind of drawing off of, like, where Paul talked about in 1 Corinthians, where the resurrection is everything. um, I'm going to throw kind of a statement out, and if you'll just correct me or or critique this, please, that's what I'm asking for. So I, I like to say that AI means alternative identity, and so if that would be leading up to the great lie that we can live forever, which ties back to the original lie that Satan said, surely you will not die. The Antichrist, I think, will initiate some sort of resurrection event, which will induce many to want that resurrection technology. And I think the mark will be, part of what the mark will include will be the promise, the great lie that we can live forever. And I'll I'll take the answer off of there.
0: All right, thank you. Well what do you have to say? Yeah, I think I I think you're on the right track for sure. Live forever on this
2: earth. Because I think we know we live forever. uh, live forever other places. Yeah.
0: In in the physical world. Mm -hmm. So and what he was promising was that unlimited knowledge in conjunction with the immortal life that Adam and Eve had by access to the physical tree of the life of, of the tree of life. And so they're gonna offer to bring back that state of Eden. That's that new age. It's the new Atlantis. It's the golden age, where they're going to provide unlimited knowledge and unlimited life, and that's through the technology of the physical world. And notice they always talk about soul and a body, Mm -hmm. the soul in particular. They never mention the spirit from that comes from heaven. Right. It's because they know their counterfeit spirits of their spurious offspring aren't permitted into heaven and they're not permitted to sleep. So the technology that's going to be offered is just to, to lead humans astray because... You can't transfer that spirit. Once you die, it's going back to heaven as a human, and then it's going to be part of whichever resurrection sequence that you're in. But a counterfeit spirit, they need more bodies. So they need clones, they need transhumanism, and they need that chip. And they don't care about humans going forward because the world they would like to have doesn't really include humans unless it's just for sacrifice and rituals uh, and labor, Uh, and that this is a world that comes with the doctrine of Shiva and the dance that a lot of people are likely familiar with where... Shiva renews the earth through destruction. So you have to have destruction first. And so the phoenix will rise out of the ashes to uh, coin another allegory of the occult. So that's why you have this technology and brainwashing in place that they're going to have sleeves and you're going to have, be able to go into multiple bodies, but it's only in the physical world. And it's not going to be designed for humans unless there's a certain amount that they want for their, their own purposes. So... Yeah, it's designed to absolutely counterfeit the offer of, of God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, but only in the physical world, mm-hmm. and only for the ones that have their mm-hmm. spark of the divine, which is also known as the thousand points of light.
2: Ooh, we got to talk about that. Uncle Milty.
4: Yeah, I've, you know, there's been a lot of science fiction about that, but these people that think they're going to live forever, it's not in one body, they always take over mm-hmm. newborn you know young mm-hmm. people their their essence becomes part of another body which so? allows them to continue on on earth
2: what do you think gary
0: well, for, they have an issue with the disembodied spirits right now, mm-hmm. that they don't have enough bodies for them. Mm-hmm. And so they want those disembodied spirits of the of the giants to have their own bodies. So if you see some of the literature or the entertainment that they're putting out, mm-hmm. I think uh, Altered Carbon had this where you just have a sleeve and then other... Aspects of entertainment will show many sleeves on the shelf for for people and that sort of terminology. So, yeah. they you know they don't want to have to have a war with a host.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, so you they want to be
0: able to f- interact in the world physically without fighting that battle.
2: So you think, as far as clones go, people have wondered they don't have a soul though they have an artificial soul. What?
0: Well, they have a soul and a body. That's of the physical world. Mm -hmm. It's the spirit that comes from heaven, and when a human dies, it goes back. So where I get that is that's the Greek word oikotarian. Hmm. which is in Jude 1, 6 and 2 Corinthians 5, 2, where it's talking about the habitation that the angels left and the house in heaven. And it means a dwelling place for the spirit. So the soul and the body is of this world. The spirit comes from heaven. Only God and Jesus can separate the soul and the spirit. Mm -hmm. And so they don't want to recognize the spirit from heaven. They only want to recognize the counterfeit spirit that operates within the soul and body of this world, but can never go into uh, a dimension like heaven.
2: Wow, ok. Um, there's so much to say on this because there's so many directions to go right now. Um, the fig tree generation, and what is your take on this? That's the generation we're in,
0: yeah, I think we are. I think mm-hmm. we are. That's my take. And mm-hmm. I get there by understanding that, The southern kingdom versus the lost tribes of the northern kingdom is back in not only the covenant land, but in control of Jerusalem. And Jerusalem Mm -hmm. is kind of one of the epicenters and requisites for end time prophecy, just as the southern kingdom needs to be back there. And just as Jesus killed the fig tree Mm -hmm. before he starts to go into his end time orations, uh, that because it's not bearing any fruit, Mm -hmm. he says, comes back to it in the signs that when you see that fig tree blooming again, know that this is the generation where all the things I've just said are going to uh, be fulfilled. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. And in prophecy, in prophetic allegory, the northern tribes are described as the vine, Mm -hmm. and the southern kingdom is the fig tree. Mm -hmm. And so... So that, cars, to me, would be, if we are in the fig tree generation, would be the marker, and depending on how long that generation is, 40, 70, or 120 years. If it's 70 years, we're starting to get into the zone where Daniel 9:27 or the last seven years, are on the map.
2: Okay, and then the seven year, what was that, the seven year?
0: The seven years, yes, that's Mm -hmm. Daniel 927, Mm -hmm. when Antichrist, who has not been crowned Antichrist yet, will negotiate the world peace agreement that Babylon is going to sponsor, the latter part, my inference, using a lot of other scripture to back that up that I can't cover off today, Mm -hmm. Uh, that starts the last seven years when all vision and prophecy will be fulfilled, and uh, the All the uh, things that have to happen will take place and comes with the return of Christ at the end of it, or the Messiah, as it would be understood um, in the Old Mm -hmm. Testament. So there are seven years that are set aside for all of that to be completed, and then after that comes the millennium.
2: So a lot of people feel like at the end of this decade and the beginning of the next decade is a really important time when a lot of activity is going on. Yes? Do you feel the same way? (laughs)
0: Yeah, the way technology is ramping up, it is getting very close to being like the days of Noah. And again, that's, you know, I've talked about the sorrows, I've talked about the fig tree, days of Noah is the third overarching sign that guides all of the other signs of the last generation. And those words are specific. And so, That's the same words that are used in original Hebrew translated into English for the life of Noah in in Genesis 9.29, and that includes 350 years before the flood, or after the flood, and 600 years before the flood. And that the technology that they had to build Machu Picchu, or pyramids, or DNA manipulation with the chimera, uh, creatures that were created in polytheism and a thousand different things you can point to mm-hmm. is a technology we're just catching up to today. And yeah. so that technology is being given to us uh, I think, and sponsored by fallen angels and demons, just as the Nazis said that the knowledge that they received and was wrapping up, and you could use World War II as a good analogy for the end time, uh, that they were given that technology. And, you know, had they had time to produce those weapons mm-hmm. like the Tiger tank and the, and the mm-hmm. panzer tank and the uh, jet engine, the rocket engine, the bell-shaped object, and uh, uh, so many other things. Um, if they had time to mm-hmm. uh, actually get that in place, they would have won World War II okay. with that kind of help. That's gonna, the type of angelic technology I think that we're We're going to come back and now.
2: talk about that technology in just a moment. Just like, stay with us. Hey guys, if you love this show, please follow this advice. Go text Birch ninety eight ninety eight ninety eight and text my name, Kate. You're going to get some free information. It's super important. At least look it over. And uh, I would not be telling you this if I didn't honestly believe this would help you, okay? They're going to help you with gold-backed security in the money you have out there, okay? And also, should you unload your money? What should you do? And depending on your age, there's different things. So please go do that. Text 98, 98 98-
3: This is the Kate Daly Show.
2: Welcome back, Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. i got Uncle Miltie here, as you can see. And uh, Dr. Pesta will join us next week. We invited Gary Wayne for a special visit. This has been months in the works and so appreciative of him coming on. Gary Wayne, Genesis 6, and of course, Genesis 6 Part 2 that's dropping. And you're going to want to get this as well. And of course, uh, you had a question for him as
4: well. Yeah, I I mean, I kind of see... What is the reason that this timeline, if it's ordained, all Mm. of a sudden has seemed to accelerate? Because
2: we have the Agenda 21, which is 2030. We've got the 2030. We've got this coming in. So they're giving us dates. They're giving us timeframes. Competing with these timeframes?
0: Yeah, they're always putting out these timeframes and they always miss them because they're working hard to bring about the end time before the ordained time so that they can discredit the God of the Bible. It would just make things so much easier for them. So, and as they think they get things, get, as they think they're getting things more lined up, as we've seen throughout history, is as the rivalry, rivalries begin between the bloodlines, because there can only be one dynastic family, there'll be the wider elite, but you can bet What in the end time, they're going to be taking out their rivals, and that's why they're going to be beheading people is to make sure that they can't come back, because that's how you ensure that they're not going to be coming back to you from an occult perspective and the counterfeit spirits. So they want to bring about the end time sooner than later, but there's an ordained time, and until the restrainer is removed... Try as they may, they won't get it done. And that's done for the simple reason is, is that we're in the age of the Gentiles right now, so all the numbers of the Gentiles can be fulfilled. And those names were written in the Book of Life from before creation, and everybody will have a chance to keep their names in the Book of Life or blotted out through free choice. And they will, that time will not happen until those names have been fulfilled.
2: So they're behind, they're behind in, because they would have done this back when they created the UN back, even before that, I realize, but they put a lot of structures in the CIA, the UN, all these different structures in, they would have done it back then if they could. So they are still behind. Yes. And Uncle Milton.
4: Yeah. Yeah. But but well, evil never allies with itself for very long.
2: Right. So being behind, they are scrambling to get these things in, but they've also woken a lot of people up. Yes, yeah. by doing the yeah. things that they're doing so yeah. rapidly.
0: So a couple couple things that sort of bring that to to uh, veracity and, and, and understanding is that, you know, Gnosticism created theosophy to be the religion of the science for the end time where it comes back and they're in harmony because mysticism comes out of the sciences. It's a knowledge cult and that uh, they had that in place for World War One, And out of World War One, you have the rivalries heating up, and then you have the League of Nations that is formed because they think that they're getting close to do that. It doesn't happen, so they fund the Nazis to bring it about. You get that sort of archetype, and then that gets out of control on them because it's not going in the direction that they want. And so this is now letting things sort of catch up, but now you can just feel the fever and they're going to be pushing it harder. And so what does that mean? There's going to be a lot of wars before we get to the last seven years and it's going to be apocalyptic-like, but it won't be. It'll be just what they're doing to... Sort of put their geopolitical network in place.
2: Wow. And so Putin in the in in the interview with Tucker was talking about the Nazis of this day in the Ukraine and the and the and yeah. they worshipped in the Ukraine and he was kind of shot down by Tucker saying, Well, that was eighty years ago and he said, No, it's now.
0: Well National yes. Socialism mm-hmm. was created to put Communism back in the cage because it, got, it went out of control first. And that is uh, what they're planning for the end times: national socialism on a globalist scale. It's not. Yes. It's the National Workers, National Socialistic Worker Party out of Germany. It's not a right-wing group where you have oligarchs, corporations, as we would understand it, working in harmony for this globalist state. So, when Putin was in the interview, he referred to one of the reasons for attacking um, uh, the Ukraine was is that he wanted to reestablish the Romanov dynastic bloodline, mm-hmm. which is a junior offshoot of the Putyanin bloodline that was established in 1000 AD by Vladimir the Great, whom uh, Putin has raised up a great statue. And this is the original Tsarist bloodline, the Putyanin, the Rurikus dynasties out of Kiev. That's the holy city of what he believes he's part of this ancient bloodline. And according to the newspaper articles they put out in Russia about what he believes his bloodline is, is he was, his grandfather comes out out of nowhere. There's no Putin name before about the 1850s and with his grandfather mm-hmm. um, he would be born out of wedlock and in their tradition of the Puglian bloodlines this was quite common but they wouldn't give the full name. You would get mm-hmm. part of the name. And so his father moved to St. Petersburg right. in about World War One, which is how he shows up there. So he believes with the Romanovs being wiped out he's uh-huh. the rightful heir. Okay
2: we're going to pick it up right from there. Uh, Gary Wayne
3: This is The Kate Daly Show.
2: Kate Daly show here with Uncle Milty and our special guest, special episode uh, with Gary Wayne, and kind of explaining some of the more biblical things going on and the context and history, which I love. Make sure and visit my great sponsors uh, because they are they're fantastic, and uh, get your supplements um, from uh, the the company that is listed on my website, katedalyradio.com. Activate fiq, activatefiq.com. Code word is Kate. Also text ninety eight ninety eight ninety eight to Birch Gold, and also my name, Kate, as the message, and you'll get some fantastic free information that you should peruse, and it's worth perusing because everyone's got money out there, and they need to know what to do with it. How much do you put under your mattress? What do you you put away? How much money do you keep floating out there? What if your retirement's out there? And uh, your 401k, what do you do? Back it with gold. Back it with gold, and it's free to do so. Text 989898, text Birch, um, and also text my name Kate, okay? Um, Gary, so let's talk. You were just talking about Putin for a second, and I do want to talk about the real reasons for war, also beheading. There's a lot of ground to cover, but we were talking about Nazis, and we were talking about Putin.
0: Yeah, and so you know, Putin still looks at the creation of the Nazis as the overthrow of Russia, right? Mm-hmm. And whether or not he was going to reinstitute communism or not, but they were designed to bring communism down just as, you know, communism is a virus that was also used in China to bring down that bloodline and royal dynasty as well. And so when we look at what, Putin looks at for the causes of the war. I mean, he'll put lots of things on the table, and a lot of it is true because the West has been looking for this war, and I'm no fan of Putin by any stretch of the imagination. I Um, thought he was being
2: sincere, though. I really did. I thought he was being sincere when he was bringing a lot of that stuff up. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. And if you look at the Obama and Biden administration from about 2011, Biden was telling uh, the Ukraine and Russia that Ukraine was going to be part of NATO and that was a red line. And then you had the Obama-Biden administration uh, overthrow the democratically elected government, whether you think they were corrupt or not, because it was too much leaning towards Russia. And they put in a new regime and that was looked at as a warlike sort of violation and then all of a sudden Biden comes back to power, and he's still promising to bring the Ukraine into NATO. And, you know, you're just looking at two sides that are pushing us in the same direction. And so the U.S. is like the attack dogs for the Western bloodlines to -hmm. bring about this new world order. And Putin is saying, I'm going to build my new empire, and I'm not going to accept what the Western bloodlines want. I want a larger role. I'm not against the New World Order. And then you have Xi, who is from the Shah XIA, Western Royal Bloodline of the dynasties, who's also in power and is also on an empire building and is also saying we're going to uh, have a different look to this New World Order than what the Western bloodlines uh, would like and also brought... Our royal dynasties down. And if you look at the metallic empires that are recorded in Daniel 2, you have 10 toes on two different feet coming out of the old iron legs of the Roman Empire. And they're like iron and clay, and they're not going to mix. And there's a lot of different things going on in there, but there's five on each toes. And we're starting to see that five rise with their whole different political agenda, uh, trading system, credit cards, banking, Mm -hmm. currency, and saying we're going to be opposing the five Western ones as they'll shape up to be – over the next while. And this is going to be sorted out through wars and rumors of war because they're going to be empire building.
2: Mm, Who do you feel is Gog and Magog?
0: Well, if you look at Gog and Magog, uh, Gog is not in the Bible except in Revelation 38, 39, and Revelation 20 for the two major wars, one at the end of the millennium, one just before the midpoint of the last seven years. And this is a great alliance of countries that has a lot of looks as what Armageddon does as to how these the geopolitical network of those five kings on on, on, on each of the feet. And so Gog as you take that back, it doesn't have a patriarchal source in the Bible uh, named by a lot of Gaiji giants or giant kings uh, after the flood as well, but Gog is the son of Iapetus, a parent god, just as Magog was, and Albion is another giant that was the offspring god of Gog, uh, offspring of Gog. So if you have these demonic spirits coming from the abyss that are in the sides of the abyss, as Ezekiel 32 talks about, before Antichrist comes to power, and you form in Daniel 2.43 where uh, you're going to have the descendants of these empires that are going to mix their uh, seed with the seed of humankind. You have maybe uh, uh, a mixing of a demonic spirit within a bloodline there that would be represented in in Gog in this. So, Meshach, Gog is the chief, Gog of Magog is the chief prince of Meshach, and Meshach it has its is the etymological source for Moscow. And so whether or not Putin is going to be the Gog king of the north or somebody who replaces him, look for these types of empires and rivals and wars that get stronger to continue so that we get to ten groups of empires that are established around the world just as the Club of Rome established, which also reports into the Committee of 300, and just as uh, you have the ten kings of Atlantis uh, for the Golden Age that they're trying to reestablish, and just as uh, the, the UN has set up the world into ten zones as well, and just as you have ten kings in Daniel 2, Revelation 13, uh, 12, and 17.
2: Ten regions? There...
0: Ten regions with there... ten kings.
2: Because they, they, they do, they want us to absolve our, our borders and become those regions, right? Yes. Mm. And so the wars are really about their bloodlines, Right?
0: Competing. Yeah, they're, they are competing because, you know, we talked about um, there can only be one and that sort of takes you into like an imagery of the fairy uh, quickening matriarchal allegories and the fairy allegories and with the Highlander movies mm-hmm. uh, in particular, where I'm, I'm going with that, where there can only be one and they would chop somebody's head off. And these are immortal beings that somehow die mm-hmm. and then they can absorb in that uh, allegory, um, the power of those beings. And so there can only be one dynastic family ruling the world going forward. So talk about the
2: beheadings, because you you mentioned the fact that um, there was a reason, as they say, uh, Christians will be beheaded um, for their, uh, you know, standing up for Christ. Why? Why that?
0: Yeah, so... Mm you know, in, in the Eucharitic texts you have the as I mentioned earlier in the show, you have the original word for Rephaim, which is Rpm and Old Semitic and Repu and uh, Rep. Rapiyam as it's, translator, it's transliterated in the different documents that are out there. And not only were they giants, not only were they dynastic kings, not only were they the offspring of Baal and Ashtaroth created after the flood, but they had the ability, and not only were they giants, but they had the ability to heal, just as the Merovingians, in a bloodline sense, also as a fisher king aspect uh, and priest king as part of the, the mythos that goes along with the bloodlines had that power as well. So not not only could they heal others, but they could heal themselves. Now, what's interesting about that is, is that the word rafa, rafaim, is rooted in 7495, which means to heal, or medicine, just as Raphael would mean healer of God, or God heals. And 7496, which is an extension out of that, is the root word for demons, and evil spirits, and the disembodied mm-hmm. spirits of these giants. And seven forty ninety seven is the other part of the meaning, which means a bully, as in a bull, as a tyrant, as in a Tyrannos, as in the Gyges that I talked about in the Greek kings, and giants, right? And they're all part of their meaning. So in ancient times in the Bible, in the new book I talk about this, and I also give other examples outside the Bible, is that the worst death that a royale could have is a chopping off of the head, because they can't get to go where they want to go, and, and, and in Ezekiel 32 you have these... Uh, giants that are talking to these demonic spirits talking to Pharaoh. They're called the terrible ones Mm -hmm. uh, from the sides of the pit prison. And they did horrible things while they were on the earth. And that's where they believe that they go if they're going to be beheaded. And and the reason why you would behead them is it would kill them so suddenly their body could not repair itself. And it's the only way to keep them dead. So that's why Ah, when David slew Goliath... He cut off his head after. Ah,
2: oh, okay. We're going to come right back. Finish up here with Gary Wayne. I know. I wish we had three more hours. Be right back. And text my name, Kate. Thanks, you guys.
3: This is the Kate Daly Show.
2: Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. We're on with Gary Wayne today. Always brings some interesting, fascinating uh, uh, insights to peruse for sure, right, Uncle Melty? Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, And so we'll finish up the show uh, today, but I almost feel like we need three more hours because there's so many things we could comment on. Um, Gary is known for his ability to kind of look back into the contextual history of Scripture and then bring forth his insights. So I think Uh, it's
4: of course we could always read the book.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Please do. Uh, please read the book. And also his book coming out, Genesis 6, Part 2, and, and make sure and get Genesis 6 as well. Uh, so, Gary, we were just talking about beheadings as we were leaving that, and I also wanted to talk, too, about the—you uh, could go a little bit more on the bloodlines and also the technology that they had, the reason for the flood, because most people don't realize how much technology we had in the past.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so the one thing that we really didn't have time to squeeze in before the, the commercial break was that beheading's coming back in the end time at the time of Antichrist. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be wanting to make sure their rivals aren't coming back as well as killing humans who aren't going to worship oh, as well. So
2: Give that story about um, John the Baptist.
0: Herod Oh, well there's an interesting story uh, you know in the New Testament in the time of John the Baptist and mm-hmm. after his baptismal of Jesus he gets captured by Herod and making the story short he has his head taken off of John to make sure you know that he's not going to be causing any more grief for him in his kingdom but mm-hmm. shortly thereafter he hears of somebody in the Galilee valley Doing miracles and preaching like John the Baptist, and he is going crazy because he thought he killed John and beheaded him so that that could not happen. And now he's not sure what he's going to be up against, so he's absolutely freaking out about it. So it's just another biblical reference to he thinks Christ is
2: John the Baptist coming back at first, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, it kind of goes along with what you were saying. Um, Can you speak to the technology that we had with DNA and everything else before the flood?
0: Yeah, so we can can take that back sort of biblically and understanding that not only Noah, his sons and the wives were... Here, spiritually, but physically. Mm-hmm. But we need more than that to make this technological connection. But because that's kind of one of the outcomes. So the whole earth was corrupted, as what the Bible says, as one of the reasons. And there's violence as well, obviously, right? With mm-hmm. the giants who cause all of the violence, all the violence, and they're taught the violence by Azazel, the leader of the Watchers, according to the Book of Enoch, and all the arts of war. So that's the Hebrew word, shakoth, for corrupted. And that means to decay, to ruin, to pervert, to destroy, words like that. So the whole earth was, that includes all of the plant genomes, and all of the DNA. So not only a corruption with creating the giants in that type of creation, but other creations that they talk about in polytheism and DNA manipulation as like in the chimera technology and creations that they were able to do that reflects this kind of technology that they had before the flood that we're just Coming up to today. So, we're catching up to that angelic technology that merged with the seven sacred sciences that produced Enochian mysticism that crossed the flood that showed up again at at Babel. And then, the other aspect of this technology, because you could go on forever, is you have these monuments to their pantheon of God that they were honoring, that they were Mm -hmm. worshiping, that is done with a technology. An exactness that we can't duplicate today, whether it's Machu Picchu or the pyramids or so many other ones, these underground cities. And they're all embedded with sacred geometry, astrological alignments and prime numbers and a whole bunch of other numer- number mysticism that was to honor their, their pantheon of gods. We can't do that today.
2: <sighs> wow. That's, it. That's huge because people don't ask, well, why, why were we beyond what, beyond the pill? Why, why could we not come back or, or, or be redeemed? So, so if, as far as repentance goes, we were just too far gone. The, the, the DNA, everything was just too far gone, yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. So that, there had to be a flood. Yeah. There
0: had to be. And, And they were so violent with the technology of the war mm-hmm. that it would have been destroyed by fire. So we're not promised that we're not, we're promised we won't have another flood, but in 2 Peter 3, it talks about the world that was, that perished, and the world didn't perish with the flood, that was destroyed by fire, um, that will be reserved again for destruction for the end time when this technology comes to full fruition again. And of course, that sort of opens up a, a door in terms of the water, the the. Planet that was the planet that was in the water that was outside of the water that the water fell on is why you have a separation of the waters for the firmament in, in days one through six, which is kind of pointing to a destruction by fire probably between Genesis one one and two. I have great documents on that if people okay. want me to walk through that scripturally. Just get a hold of me; I'll send you the document through my website.
2: Awesome.
4: And and that bit of scripture is what instigated the fear of nuclear war.
2: Hmm. Interesting.
4: Yeah.
3: Okay.
2: All right. And so all of this kind of, I know we only have a few minutes, but, uh, oh, by the way, give your website out.
0: It's the Genesis six conspiracy.com. That's Genesis six, the number six conspiracy.com. Okay. And I have a generous excerpt of all 98 chapters of wow. book one and all 84 chapters of book two. And you can order signed copies and you can also link over to amazon.com. Okay.
2: Give, Barnes me, and give me one minute and on, uh, on Antarctica. What do you think is going
0: on? Well, whatever it is, they have a constant parade of important people down there. And what we do know, uh, I mean, we can speculate all we want, but what we do know is what they're saying is there's a certain date where this information starts to get uh, put out, and it's going to overturn every preconceived notion. So we're going to see it manipulated as information. It probably comes out of prehistory, um, just as it's been recorded on all the continents, only more better preserved because there's been no wars or things to destroy it because of the ice is that is there. So they're going to use that to drive people into this world government universal religion in preparation for Antichrist.
2: And that universal religion is on its way. It's already been completed, right? It's already, oh, had has it had its opening? It was going to open around 2021, wasn't it? Or the one world religion, like buildings that are built over in yeah. Islam, right?
0: yep yeah they yeah. I mean they're always trying to introduce it quickly, but it's still what what we have to look at is is the bait and the hook of what's going on. It's going to mm-hmm. be in my opinion the ancient mystical religion that was part of the hierarchy of all the beast empires. It's coming mm-hmm. back because the beast the seventh beast empire is going to rise, and then Antichrist will destroy that uh babylon religion and set up his own now babylon comes from the hebrew word babel and the enochian mysticism that was established by nimrod and hermes at babel according to the occultists
2: wow okay there's a million directions we're at the end but there's a million directions to go (laughs) which means i have to have you back again soon because there's so much to talk about Uh, we could have gone in a million directions today uh, eden versus uh, day six all kinds of things that we had on the docket today go visit his website genesis6conspiracy.com get the book genesis 6 part 2 thank you so much for joining us Gary yep, Wayne thank you Thank you. you're welcome. you welcome fun. Um, and of course uh, be faithful be fearless as we always say and we'll be back tomorrow um, wow a lot to think about right your head's probably spinning thanks you guys katedallyradio.com katedallyradio.com